good? How good is that? What a wonderful testimony. Amen. Amen. Nothing is impossible for him who believes. Amen. And he speaks into our heart. And he speaks some things that are just, we see as absolutely impossible. But that's what he's good at. Amen. Glory to God, because he's God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just wanted to, um, as Brad spoke about our Women's Refresh Retreat, I just wanted to share with you that we have, our guest speaker will be Faylene Sparks. And I know that many of you, anyone heard Faylene or been under her ministry? Yeah, well, we're going to be mightily blessed and um, hey, for those of you that don't know Phelan, I'll just read out a little bit of it. She's a, she's a friend. Uh, she's actually a friend of mine. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's wonderful. It's a friend. And uh, hallelujah, she loves you. She loves me. She loves our church. And uh, she's, just, she's just coming to bless us. And she is a bundle of blessing. Yeah? Um, her, her, a bit of her bio is Phelan Sparks has a strong prophetic anointing on her life that has had a tremendous impact on thousands across Australia. She has for the last 17 years travelled extensively as an itinerant minister at churches and conferences, not only within Australia but internationally. Her ministry is characterised as a vibrant and humorous, as vibrant and humorous. Faelene is a prophetic minister known for her down-to-earth ability to relate God's word to real issues. So we're just going to have a, a wonderful time. So get prepared for that and and um, do whatever you can to get there. Amen. Once you turn to someone, say a woman, and say, you need to be there. Amen. Sorry, guys, you missed out on this one. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory to God. you love last minute things that he gives you oh I'll get to that in a minute or I get to it now get to it in a minute. The last week, if you were here last week, you hear Brad speak about um, handling anxiety and concerns, handing them over to God. If, if you never heard that message, I encourage you to hear it, to go back and hear it because it'll, it'll bless you. Can we just pray thank you for, oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Oh, Holy Spirit, we just welcome you in this place. You are the teacher. You are the one who guides us into all truth. You are the revelator. We thank you, Spirit of wisdom and revelation, to flood the eyes of our understanding with light today. 
that we would know by experience the hope that we have been called into and the exceeding greatness of your power that dwells within us and through us and for us because we believe that it does. Quicken us according to your word today, Lord. Breathe on your word. Hallelujah. That it would take up residence in our heart. Speak to our hearts today, Lord. Hallelujah. And change our lives forever. (laughs) We know one word from you can change our lives forever. So we are full of confident expectation for change, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Today I want to speak about the prosperous soul. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) And I want to try and stick to my notes. (laughs) Might be difficult, but anyway, we'll give it a go. Philippians 4. We went there last week with Brad, and I'll get you to turn to it. Philippians 4, verse Verses 6 to 9, I'm going to go over these. Lord says here in his word, Paul's saying, be anxious for nothing. I'd like to sit on so many of these points, but Brad did it so well last week and uh, I want to move forward. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. You know, that's all about partnership. That's all about connection with God. We know that God knows exactly what we need. He actually knows what we're going to ask for before we ask for it. Amen? And he's already prepared it for us before we ask for it. How good is that? So why does he say here, make your requests known to God? Because he's a God of relationship. He wants conversation with us. He just doesn't want us to put our requests in the... In the, in, the, in the request box and walk away. He wants to have relational connection with us because he loves us. He wants us to come and talk to him about our stuff. Have you noticed that? Glory to God. So make your request known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate. Someone say meditate. Meditate on these things, the things which you learn and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. What a great way to offload your stuff. He's just saying... Offload your stuff to me, all that stuff that's coming against you. Let's talk about it. Leave it with me. Amen. Hallelujah. And what I'm going to leave with you is peace that passes all understanding because I've given it to my Father God. Amen. Bless the Lord. Passion translation. Don't be pulled into different directions or worried about a thing. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. You see, faith comes by through hearing from God. And when you're communicating with him, when you're in relationship with him, he's going to speak to you and faith is going to come. 
Hallelujah. So that when you, after you've prayed, you're going to be full of confidence and thanksgiving that he's heard you. And if he's heard you, you know that you have the petitions that you have requested from him as your present possession. Someone should get excited about that. Amen. Because you've heard from God. You haven't just read, read, read a, um, an itemized list on what you should do. You've actually communicated with God and he's highlighted to you some words for you to begin to speak, for you to begin to celebrate with him. Amen? Amen. Glory, glory. I hope that made sense. Whoa, let's get back here. <laughs> Offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real. Honourable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. Fasten your thoughts. Get connect. Fasten. Zip it up. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always, putting into practice, putting into practice the example of all that you have heard from me or seen in my life. And the God of peace will be with you in all things. Man, if you took that scripture and just meditated that for 12 months, you'd be in a really, really good place. Hallelujah, we're always looking for another word from God. He's saying, take that word because that's what I'm resting on for you today. Amen. You don't have to go out and have a conversation with your humanity or your unrenewed mind or somebody else's humanity and unrenewed mind. You can actually take the mind of God and allow that word sent by Christ, the anointed and his anointing to dwell in you richly with all wisdom. Hey. We can stop right there. We can stop right there if we just take that one word because that one word gives to us, as, as Josh was talking about earlier, it's an invitation to actually dwell in that place. Jesus said in John 15, he said, if you dwell in me and my word dwell, I dwell in you, you dwell in me, my word abides in you. Got it mixed up, sorry. <sighs> Ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. In this, my Father is glorified. This is how my Father's glorified. By the word of Christ dwelling in us richly in all wisdom. What does wisdom mean? The correct application of what he has spoken to you. Hallelujah. 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 Hey, there's an invitation to praise right there. I know your spirit man's jumping all over the place. Mine is and yours ought to be too. When you hear the word, Jesus said, I'm speaking these things to you that your joy would be full. I don't know how you're sitting there and not shouting to God right now. Amen. Because that word is so, it comes to set you free. He said, if my word abides in you, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. What from? Whatever is hindering you right now from living the abundant life that Jesus Christ came to give you. Oh. 
just have a moment? I'm enjoying one. You're free to have one too. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Join me. Hallelujah. Woo. Come on. Few. Yes. Ha, 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 ha. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. He says, offering your faith-filled request before God, overflowing with gratitude. You know, late, of late I've been experiencing um, some outbursts of thanksgiving. And uh, it's like a season, I feel that, and I'm releasing it today because what I've got I can give. It's mine to give. Amen. It's mine to give. Yeah? But it's like this season of as he's unveiling every glorious work that he has performed. And um, it's like... Um, He's quickening me. He's showing me things. He's revealing things that, that, that are so simple. So simple. He gave me another word this morning while I was getting ready. That's the one I was going to. <laughs> what he's doing, and, and I'm releasing this word too over you right now. The Holy Spirit is pointing out details that your flesh thinks and your undermined nude mind things, is insignificant. But he is leading you through an open door. You enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. He's leading you into the inner courts. Don't drink it down. It might be a bird. I've been thanking God for birds. It might be a leaf. I've noticed how amazing leaves are. It might be a tree. I'm in love with trees. He's saying to me, can't you see it's me? Can't you see it's me? Some would say I have nothing to give thanks for. He is saying, you are not hearing that from me. Take heed what you hear. The deceiver's time is running short. And when you celebrate, he runs for cover. I said, when you celebrate, he runs for cover. And what he's doing, what he's been doing is he's opening my, you know, like I, I, I saw two of my grandsons walking up the street together the other day when I was coming to church. And that was it. I was gone. I was gone. I thought, how ridiculous is this? I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Two young men walking, you know, like, what would you have thought? I mean, seriously. And God's saying, lean into these moments because they're doors that he's opening so that you will enter into his gates and into his courts. You'll get there by praise and there's things, there's places he wants to show you. There's things he wants to show you in those places. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. So there's a grace that's being released right now to to identify detail, to see detail and begin to praise God for things that you thought were just normal. Were just your right, you know. Like, you're entitled to that. God's dealing with a spirit of entitlement. 
I said, God's dealing with the spirit of entitlement. You're going to walk into your house no matter how meagre or magnificent it is. And you're going to stand in your house and give Him praise. Amen. Someone says, I've just got a shack. He says, you'll move into that shack and you'll start giving Him praise and thanksgiving because you'll receive all that I have for you as you begin to give me praise and thanksgiving for what you have right now. There's an unveiling taking place. And the enemy has been obscuring things that are treasures in your life that you've forgotten about. (laughs) Hey. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, Your testimonies I have taken as an inheritance forever. For they are rejoicing in my heart. They are a rejoicing in my heart. Praise the Lord. We see here in Joshua 1, verse 8. God is speaking to him and he says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. This book of testimonies that you may observe and do all according to what is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous. I tell you, if you get a hold of this word today and you observe it long enough that it becomes your way of life, you will make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. Turn to someone and say, you're powerful. Hallelujah. You make your way. You make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Some people get real concerned when you mention prosperity and success. We have a good, good father who wants you to be prosperous and have success in your life. Amen. Someone shout it out. It's truth. It's truth. Amen. He wants you so prosperous. You're just pouring into other people's lives. You're just giving them, you're just giving them deposits for their houses. He wants you so prosperous that He wants you to be able to give your children a double inheritance. Sorry if that upsets you. Not sorry. Bless the Lord. According to all that is written, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. We see in Philippians where we went to that last scripture, New Testament tells us what to meditate on. And here we see that Joshua has been told to meditate. Meditate on the word that he has heard from the mouth of God and begin to speak just like God. That word meditate in the Hebrew, as with Joshua, means to murmur, to ponder, to roar. Can I hear some roaring? He's into some roaring. Amen. Hallelujah. To roar, to speak, to study, to talk, to utter. In other words, he wants that word on your mind and in your heart, and that's the way to get it in there. Amen. Talk it up. Talk it up. Talk it up and it'll take you up. His word comes to lift you into the glory of his presence. He wants to take you somewhere. He wants to take you out of the miry clay and he wants to seat you where you belong in heavenly places. You already belong there, but he's saying, take your seat. Yeah. 
take your seat. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. In the Greek, it's the word melite. And it means care, imagine, premeditate. To take care of and revolve in your mind. Take care of your mind by revolving the word of God in your mind. Allow his word to create an image in your mind. That's what it means. Melit. Allow his word to create an image in your mind. In other words, meditate it long enough that you can see it. It becomes so real to you that when it turns up, you're not surprised because you're already celebrating as if it is already so. Whoa. That's a good word right there. When we ponder a thought, we begin to see ourselves in that place. He says, see yourself in it. See yourself standing in the promise. Amen? Hallelujah. Words create pictures. Observe to do it. Look at it long enough and begin to act like it's already so. Keep it in your heart. Keep it on your mind. Focus. Focus. The enemy is after our focus. We see here in 1 Timothy 4, verse 13, Paul says to Timothy, his son, his spiritual son, he says, Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which has been given to you by prophecy and the laying on of hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. These are all things that are whatsoever good and pure and perfect and of good report. Amen. Meditate on these things. Give yourselves entirely to them. That's strong wording. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Hallelujah. Paul says, put into practice what you have seen me do and it will work for you too. Practice. What does practice mean? It means the actual application or use of an idea or method as opposed to theories relating to it. We can be so full of theories, but when you have an experience, you will never, ever be subject to somebody else's theory. Amen? (laughs) Apply it. Implement. Apply it. Execute it. Practice is a way of living until it becomes habitual. Practice this until it becomes your way of life, meditating the Word of God, speaking the Word of God. As we did last week prophetically, we we looked at and we released, we spoke to the mountain, speaking to that mountain. Amen? That it becomes habitual. This Word becomes who I am. It begins to define me. It defines me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The prosperous soul. The prosperous soul. I believe it's in 1 John 3 or 3 John. I'll go to it in a minute. But it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Joshua 18 says, meditate the word and you will make your way successful and you shall prosper. You know, I heard a young man, um, you may have heard him or seen him on Instagram this week, but I heard a young man by the name of Keegan Clark um, say this week and it, it really resonated with me. 
I do not think that human beings are supposed to know about every catastrophe and crisis that goes on in the world. I think only God has the emotional capacity to handle knowing in real time. I think we have enough as it is just handling each other and handling ourselves, not only to take in another shooting, another bombing, another plague, another earthquake, another wildfire. We can't handle that. I don't think, I genuinely don't think we're supposed to know how much devastation is going on in the world in a, on a daily basis. Amen. There is too much. Is that right? There is so much happening. This is me now. But, you know, people, you know, we talk about social media, we talk about television and everything. And, you know, sometimes the attitude can be, well, I'm allowed, like everyone, to watch all the stuff I want to watch. And I want to watch it because I want to be informed. Go with me to 1 Corinthians 6, verse 12. Everything is permissible. Allowable and lawful for me. This is Paul speaking, but not all things are helpful. You may be able and allowed to do it. Mum and dad might have said you can watch that thing. But you know what? You need to take responsibility for what's going in your eye gates and your ear gates. None of the mum and dads here. Let's look at this again. Everything is permissible, allowable and lawful for me, but not all things are helpful or good for me to do, expedient and profitable. When considered with other things, everything is lawful for me, but I will not become the slave of anything or be brought under its power. If your mind is full of the devastation that's going on in the world, if your mind is full of a sense of anxiety, worry and fear, you have, been, you have come under its power. You have come under its power. If that's what you're meditating, you have come under its power. But God wants to release the power that he has invested in you. Amen. Christ within you, the hope of glory. The hope of you releasing the glory because that's all you're meditating on when you know that you walk in a son or a daughter of the Most High. A glory-carrying son and daughter of the living God has just walked in the room. Hallelujah. Hey, check out what's coming out of your mouth and you'll know what you're thinking on, guys. And so will everybody else. God said to Joshua, let it not depart from your mouth. Why is it coming out of your mouth continually? Because that is what you are meditating on. What you are meditating on will be coming out of your mouth. Amen? So you can give yourself a check. You can check it. Simple. If you want to change your landscape, guys, you're going to meditate on something different. You know? Even if it's a bird. Have you seen some birds? I mean, the colours of their feathers and the intricate detail. You've got to marvel at the mind of God. And the creativity that he went to so much trouble with every intricate little thing. He's just so creative and so amazing that he just, he's expressed everywhere. God's beginning to show us in another, in another realm, amen, in a greater way. Thank you, Father. If you want to change your landscape, your surroundings, you best change your meditation. 
Third John 1, 2, we'll go back to that. The scripture says, Beloved, I wish above all things. Now he's saying, I wish this above all things. All means all. As Brad said last week, look at the little words. He says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. You can read this verse and skip past a very important key here. And that key is even as your soul prospers. That needs to become a light bulb moment to us today. Amen. We know that God wants us well. Lift your hand if you know God wants you well. Praise the Lord. If your not, hand's not lifted, I'll convince you later with the scriptures. We know that he wants us well and he wants us to prosper. He wants us to do well. But we can miss the connection, guys. What is he saying here? Even as our soul prospers. You see, we are the caretakers of our soul. We are the caretakers of our own souls. Someone says, I don't care, all is good. I actually don't care what's going on. All is good, so why should I care? Why should I bother? Believe me, you will have an opportunity to care. Your opportunity is coming. And pending on what you have built, how you have built, how much of God's word that you have meditated, how much you've built your life on the word of God, it's going to, it's going to determine how you handle the storms of life because you will have them. Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer because I have overcome them for you. I have deprived them of power over you. You need to know that, that when the storms come, hey, 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 Jesus has deprived that storm power over me. He's deprived it of power over me. Amen. I'm inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High. Amen. I've built my house. I, I've built it. Amen. I've, I've taken care of my soul. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Even as my soul prospers. Someone says, I don't care yet. Well, well, hey, we need to be the caretakers. We decide what goes in our ears and we, we decide what comes before our eyes. The gateway of our souls. He's saying here, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health. Even... Or, or just as, or according to, or only as much as my soul prospers. That means I'm going to walk, or going to walk in prosperity and health consistently according to how much my soul prospers. According to how much my soul prospers. I will walk in health and prosperity according to how much my soul prospers, according to how much I'm meditating the word of God and not the problem. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a given. Turn to someone and say, it's a given. This is God's word to us. This is God's word to us. But, 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 no, no, no buts. No buts. Goats butt. Goats actually are known for butting, but sheep follow. Amen. No buts. No buts. This is God's word. Now, of course, God can bring healing and blessing to anyone, regardless of the condition of their soul is in. But notice this word here. He says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayst prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. So there's a difference between needing healing and walking in health. You see, see, as children of God, we are the, the ultimate in God 
is that we actually walk in health, that we walk in divine health. So he's saying be in health. Not have need of healing, but be in health. Live in health. That's a few tilt tilts going on there, but hey, that's all right. Tilt, tilt, tilt. Hallelujah. Living in a place of prosperity means that I'm above and I am not beneath. The Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23, everyone knows it. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. What is he saying? The Lord is my shepherd. I will lack no good thing. If he's your shepherd, you will lack no good thing. If he's leading your thoughts, if he's he's Lord of your mind, of your meditation, oh, come on, you will lack no good thing. Come on. The word says, you know, I don't want prosperity. You know, the word says that it's so much, you're in such a better place when you are blessed enough that you can give than to be always in receive mode. You don't have to live in receive mode. You can live in give mode. Amen? That's who is he. he is. That brings a demonstration of who he is. For God so loved, he gave. He did give. Oh, hallelujah. He is giving and he will give because he was and he is and he is to come. So whatever place you're at, he's got it all covered. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Come on. Celebrate with me. Thank you, Father, to be able to give when others have a need rather than to need to receive. And here is the key. According to how your soul prospers. It's according to how your soul prospers. Prosper to thrive. He wants his to what, what parent in here does not want their children thriving? What one of us do not want our children to thrive, to do well, to have an abundance? It's the heart of God. He is glorified when you do well. He says, ask what you will and it shall be given to you. So that your Father is glorified. Hallelujah. Here he gives us the key. According to how your soul prospers. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Ah, thank you, Lord. Help me bring out what you want me to bring out here. Because I'm not going to be able to get through it all. But I will go to here. So we're just leaving a bit out, okay? Ha, 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 ha. That's okay. You see, the majority of our chronic problems come from not being good caretakers of our souls. Our minds can be cluttered up, have you noticed? What with? Worries, fears, unforgiveness, strife, the cares of this world, distractions. Mark 4 tells us all about it. And he says that these things come, these distractions come and they choke the word of God. Causing it to be unfruitful. Bear no fruit. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, what I was reminded of when I started to do this was a a message that I gave some time ago called Shoot the Rabbits. Was anyone here when I gave that message? About four of you? Only about four of you. That's awesome. This will be news to everybody. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So he reminded me. 
of this time where he said, Kim, you need to declutter, you need to begin to shoot some rabbits. Right? So when he said, shoot some rabbits, I thought, I think I'll have a little study into rabbits. Do you want to hear this? Yeah, okay. Because he said, many of my people are being taken up rabbit trails continually. Amen? So let's have a look. Rabbit trails. Do you want to know about rabbit trails? We've all been on them. Rabbit trails go here, there and everywhere. And pretty much tend to lead nowhere. Have you ever watched a dog sniff out a rabbit trail? It wanders into small, then wider circles around and around, feverishly looking for the rabbit. No one knows what's at the end of the rabbit trail. Is there even an end to it? It's a confusing maze of pointless leads. In short, a rabbit trail leads us nowhere. It serves only to confuse us. It keeps us preoccupied and confused. It's time to shoot some rabbits. Turn to someone and say, it's time to shoot some rabbits. Amen. Hallelujah. And another thing about rabbits is they breed at any time of the year. So whether you're on holidays or not, they're still breeding. Amen. Whether you feel you're having a rest from everything, including God, I'm just going to read a novel. The rabbits will breed. They breed all year long. Rabbits are prolific breeders. They're prolific breeders, able to produce numerous litters per year. Two rabbits can breed over 180 rabbits in just 18 months. Ah. Amen. Watch where your thoughts are taking you. Watch where your thoughts are taking you. Just a little bit of that. I just watch a little bit of that. I just read a little bit of that. I want to relax. Our peace is in God. Our rest is in God. Amen? Hallelujah. Because feeding those rabbits, those rabbit trails, continually meditating on them, they're going to take you somewhere where you don't mean to go, somewhere you were not meant to go, and somewhere you you will not want to go. Amen? He says, meditate my word. Because it's going to take you on a journey. He's going to take you on a good journey. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go with me to Proverbs 4.20. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you deceitful mouth and perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn from the right or to the left. That's what he said to Joshua as well. Remove your foot from evil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are so powerful. Amen. He has empowered us with his spirit and with his word to change the landscape, meditate his word, that we would have a different view. Amen. That we would change the view. Hallelujah. Why don't you stand up? Hallelujah. 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 Ah, oh, thank you, God. There's a hole here. I keep on slipping into it. Is Josh here? Bless the Lord. Who senses? Who can anyone relate to this word today? You know, we've heard it and heard it and heard it. Don't ever sit there. Don't ever sit there and say, I've heard it. Ah, here we go again. I often say that. Well, I've got to bring that again. He says, Ah, here we go again. I remember Kenneth Hagen, many of you know Kenneth Hagen, remember him saying one day, I've been delivered from the fear of repetition. Amen? Well, I'll receive that, being delivered from the fear of repetition. Because I believe that if we truly get this word, guys, you want a powerful prophetic word for 2024? Do you want a powerful prophetic word for 2024? Anybody? Can you give me a hand wave if you want a powerful? You just got it. Well, I'm just looking for a powerful prophetic word. Well, you just got it. What are they saying about 2024? It's the year of the Lord. The same year it's been since Christ rose from the dead. It's the same year. It's the year of the Lord. And no matter what you see happening in your world, His Word remains the same. Jesus Christ, the Word of God, is the same yesterday, today and forever. According to the Word of the Lord, it's our job to bring the Word that He is breathing on you prophetically for today. And you just received it. How are you going to steward it? How are you going to steward it? You know, we wouldn't need the Word to correct us so much if we actually sought the Word as our source to lead us. Someone says, every time you speak to me, you're correcting me. Well, you know what? If you spoke to me before you did that stupid thing, I wouldn't have to correct you. So if you spoke to God before you did that stupid thing, He wouldn't have to correct you. Well, you're always telling me what to do. Well, why don't you ask someone with a bit more wisdom than you before you do? Someone says, I'm grown up now. Well, if you're grown up, you've matured to the place where you know that you need counsel. Hallelujah. Oh, turn to someone and say, you good thing, you. You good thing, you. <laughs> so, Father, we thank you.
God, we just thank you for the washing of the water of your word today. You know, like even in our midst right now, there's been shift taking place. And there's been some junk and some stuff that people have been thinking on and believing. Amen. (laughs) That's it. Come on. That God is washing away right now because of the washing of the water of his word. Amen. He's changing mindsets. He's healing bodies. He's setting people free. He's bringing thoughts captive. He's doing all this in our midst. So, Father, we receive. We receive. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You know, when, when I was born again, the little ones wouldn't be game to do that. Come up. Don't you just love it that they feel at home? Amen. We need to celebrate that they feel at home. I remember when Cara was little, used to go to a church and they make me take her shoes off because the shoes made a noise <laughs> when she ran up the aisle. I thought, oh, far out. I don't think God really minds. It wasn't that loud. She was only tiny. But Amen. Rejoice that the kids are in the house of God. Amen. Rejoice that your children are being brought up in God. Anyway, that's a sidetrack. He's doing it while he speaks. He's doing everything. He's shifting, shaking stuff off, cleansing our minds. He's he's healing our bodies. He's setting us free right in our midst. So you don't have to go and do anything except receive the Word of God and meditate the good news. What a good word. What a good word. Amen. So, Father, we bless. We thank you. You bless our minds, Father. You bless each mind here today. And Father, I speak to any anxious thought, any high thing that's been exalting itself against the knowledge of who you truly are and what Jesus came to do and to give and to bless any of those things that are robbing us of our peace, robbing us of our joy. Father, we take authority over it right now in the name of Jesus and we speak release and relief over your people this morning in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Holy Spirit, we ask you to continually, we invite you to remind us of what you have spoken to us. Remind us, continually remind us this week of this word as we co-labor with you and walk in all that you have given us to walk in, in this time, in this season of our lives. In Jesus' name. Can you just celebrate the Lord? Just thank him. In Jesus' name.